welcome to the Sexy Freedom Media Podcast. A place to discuss pain, passion, and pursuits. I want to feel alive. Breathe. Make some moves. Protect the throne. This is Sexy Freedom Media Podcast. Hey friends, this is another solo cast. I'm going to go over my latest adventure at Mammoth Lakes, California this past weekend. Also, many of you have reached out to me privately since I posted my last live Facebook video and the questions seem to be somewhat similar, so I really wanted to address those. A few of them are, Helen, how do you find happiness alone? Helen, I'm going through some heartbreak myself. What can I do to get over it and feel better? And the last question I want to touch base on is, Helen, social media has been bringing me down. How do you not let the negative posts get to you? So let's get into it. First, my experience this past weekend was another epic camping adventure into nature without any cell service. A few things I want to highlight about this trip. One, I spent two days cold plunging in Rock Creek Lake and I felt extremely happy. If you don't know the benefits of cold plunging or cold showers, look up Wim Hof or even cold therapy or any of the cold water keywords. Just some of the benefits of cold baptism that I specifically am drawn to are a few I'm going to list here. It releases endorphins, reduces swelling and inflammation, relieves muscle spasms, speeds healing, hello, strengthens the immune system, big one, increases mental toughness, that's key, improves hair and skin, beautiful. So look, there are many more benefits and I highly suggest taking a look into it if you haven't already. So one of the most awesome parts about camping is I seem to come across other campers on every adventure who are also so friendly and inviting. I always break bread and have some drinks with campers. I mean, laughing, sharing stories. It's so much fun. It's like everybody there forgets about what's going on in the world and we all just are in the present moment because there's no self-service. There's no distractions. We're all in nature and feeling alive and fun and it is amazing. I realized during this last adventure a lot about myself. I love me. I'm actually quite entertaining, (laughs) even by myself. I sat for a few days kind of singing, laughing, dancing, chanting, and just having a good time in nature. I spent a lot of time alone and by myself kind of secluded away from everybody. I talked to other campers when I came around them. I mean, I felt so free and alive and in the moment. However, I did end up with tons of bites from some little insect creature. It was like on both of my arms and it was getting worse. It was spreading and I was getting concerned. So I had to go into town to talk to a pharmacist. Basically, I got some cream to apply on the bites and I also used oregano oil to stop the spread. In the holistic world, oregano oil is kind of like equivalent to, I mean, it's, um, it's kind of like an antibiotic, but like a biotic probiotic. Anyways, I don't really know like all the things about oregano oil. All I know is I use it when I'm sick and I used it on my bites. And within one day it began going away and it's almost completely gone. 
So nature has got its own creatures defending it. I mean, we've got to keep it real there. You're going to get bit up sometimes. Um, some you can't even see. And I learned a few things on this trip. Another thing I learned was how optimistic I am and how important it is to me to find a partner, aka love interest, who shares the same optimism. My energy life force is pretty high. And I don't mind coming down to someone's level to have a conversation. But if, you know, but if it feels like it's draining me or killing my vibes, I can't stay there with them. I'm learning very quickly that my spirit is grand and it's kind of taking over my life right now, <laughs> which is awesome. Don't get me wrong. I still am super down to earth and enjoy my cervezas with the homies, but I'm dancing every day and the amount of gratitude that is beaming out of me feels incredible. This is the healing I knew I was capable of and now I'm seeing it reveal itself on the daily on its own and it's fucking powerful. Let me just say. So this brings me into my next topic, coaching and mentoring. During my last nature adventure, this recent one, I listened to a podcast by J.P. Spears and Aubrey Marcus. One of the things they said that really spoke to me was the ability to stand in your truth, even if that truth changes. Basically not to be married to an idea and allow growth to happen if it presents itself. And for me, it has. For the past few years, I've been super against myself being some kind of coach. The idea just always irked me. Nothing against any coaches out there. I just couldn't see myself as a coach. And it wasn't imposter syndrome. It was just that I just could not identify with the idea of coaching. That was up until this last weekend. I can't tell you the number of people who reach out to me weekly asking for advice and help. I'm multitasking half the time and feel like I can't give my full attention. I've realized I've been coaching for the last few years and even coaching coaches and other entrepreneurs. I guess I didn't know where I fit in because I'm more of an advisor and motivator when it came down to the conversations. Um, so in saying this, I have decided to put together a small coaching mentoring program alongside my course, which is still in progress, but I'm just really excited about it and just uh, excited about the idea of putting it together and seeing how that kind of transpires for me and for those that I can help. Honestly, I'm not even scared or nervous. I'm ready and prepared and feel strong in who I am and what I can offer. In saying that, I also believe in still being super genuine and authentic. So let's jump into these questions I've received lately. Helen, how do you find happiness in being alone? All right, to set the stage, this question came from someone who has been alone for a while and isn't so optimistic about it. I'm not going to feed you all this mumbo jumbo preachy words of wisdom. I'm going to keep it real. Some days have more obstacles to the happiness per se. It really is a daily choice and that choice comes by taking action towards that happiness. Uh, I believe it's important to ask yourself, these questions like what kinds of activities or surroundings bring happiness to you? Also, what do you like about yourself that brings smiles and laughter to your life? Like what is it about you that you like? Then do more of those things. For example, I love being in nature and love being on the open road and heading to new adventures. When I was working a 40 hour plus 
week job, I, I was kind of miserable because I wasn't doing the things I love, the things that set my soul on fire and set me free, which was being in nature, being in the open road and these new adventures. If you can envision it, that is, you know, try it out and see if that's like what triggers those happy, those happy vibes within you. I mean, I love this my whole life. I like laughing and seeing other people laugh around me. I love dancing and working out. I mean, some days I don't like working out. (laughs) But most days I love working out because I feel like it fuels my fire for for greatness and gets me in a flow state. And I like that ambitious and risk-taking. So I laugh at myself when I fall down and praise myself when I rise back up. I am my biggest cheerleader and my best friend first. This makes being alone feel like a happy place because I like me. So the question is, do you like you? And if not, you know, go back to the beginning and find out the things that you like about yourself. Discover yourself, remarry yourself again, divorce the old you and find the new you. Second question, Helen, I'm going through some heartbreak myself. What can I do to get over it and feel better? So this is a question I've had to answer many times at different parts of my life. I think the bigger question is asking yourself, do you really want to get over it and feel better? Because one thing I've learned is how we can go through breakups yet still hold on. And that is why there is so much turmoil inside. We are still holding on to a sliding rope that is burning us. I wrote a whole chapter on breakups in my book, Nothing Sexier Than Freedom. When I went through my last breakup, I reread my breakup chapter and it was hella funny. I still believe and practice a lot of the advice I gave in there, which check it out because I gave a ton. I can tell you that again, that each day you've got to make the conscious decision that you are moving forward. There might be this tug on your heart or this yearning in your mind for the past, but that's when you've got to intentionally shut it down. Boss up on your emotions and bring your focus back to you and what you really want in life moving forward. You want to be a better person, a stronger warrior, a king or queen of your throne? Then you got to make the difficult yet wise decisions to put all of those tools or positive quotes or lessons you've learned before into practice now. For example, when I get down about being single (laughs) and my mind drifts into the missing him emotional place, I shut that shit down real quick. I tell my mind I'm the ruler of this queendom. I'm the warrior slaying demons. I'm the goddess making moves. And we ain't got time for all that emotional game. I remind myself that healing is work and there is a time for grief and sadness, which I give myself space to have, but not to the point that it distracts me enough to go backwards. So to be fair, when going through heartbreak, healing has to happen or else you're just going to carry that heartbreak into the next relationship. There is no quick getting over it unless you either have no empathy or you are placing a bandaid over a deep wound. Just saying. In saying that, the healing time is different for everyone, so I encourage you to stay away from comparing in this matter. To each their own timing. And also, I'll add, be patient and compassionate with yourself during a heartbreak. 
it does hurt inside and you don't have to be so tough or quick to stop the pain. There's a lesson to be learned and grieving is totally a part of letting go of someone. Then just remember when you are ready to let go, jump to the advice of happiness. Last question. Helen, social media has been, social media has been bringing me down. How do you not let the negative post get to you? Okay, I'm going to be legit with you. I skip over any negative posts. I just ain't got time to fall into that fear trap. Yes, I am aware bad shit is happening all over the planet. Yes, I understand there is a pandemic going on. Yes, I know there is so much suffering and grief going on. Some of it is horrendous and unspeakable things that humans have done unto one another. I wasn't born yesterday. I'm in the know. I stay in the know. I'm a soul activist and believe in spreading the light and being part of the change. That doesn't mean convincing other people of your part in being a good person. If you're a good person and you are taking some action rather than none, then keep on it. I applaud you. I think it's important to remember that social media is an extension of people's thoughts and beliefs. It's a platform and a preacher of an abundant amount of information, news, politics, business, relationships, health, wealth, thoughts, beliefs, etc. If it's overwhelming and bumming you out, again, practice self-discipline. Put your phone down and dance or do something that empowers you. Sometimes we need a break from social media. We need to spend real time in our bodies and in the present moment. Taking a break from the the AI extension that we've become accustomed to is liberating. Um, You know, when you spend more time empowering yourself, you learn how to scroll past anything negative. Because you're alert and disciplined. Just saying. You know what feeds your soul. And what, you know, what is just a fear trap? You've got to be in the know with that. What feeds your soul and what's a fear trap? Why would a warrior put itself in a trap? Him, herself, in a trap. Why would a warrior do that? That doesn't even make sense. A warrior's, you know, key, key role is to guard the throne. You are the warrior of your king queendom. You've got to protect your throne. It's all perspective and standing up for yourself. You build that courage and boldness up through practice. All right. So I know this was pretty quick solo cast, but hey, it is what it is. And I just want to say I hope this podcast has given you some light and direction for anything you may be going through. I would love to hear your reviews. And you can also send any questions via email to sexyfreedomnow at gmail.com. I want to make a big shout out to everyone who has purchased our new limited edition Sexy Freedom brand apparel. We are so close to selling out on everything. It's wild. If you haven't seen the merch, visit our IG or Facebook page, which is uh, Sexy Freedom Media on Facebook or my personal account slash business account, which is hell of a journey on Instagram. So H E L of a journey. Whew. I know this was quick, but I love that all of you are supporting what we're doing here. Thank you for listening. 
you know, again, supporting. Please subscribe, share, find me again on the social media platforms. I'm on Twitter, Hell of a Journey, Sexy Freedom Media. Visit our website. And, you know, the book is available, Nothing Sexy Than Freedom, is available on Amazon and Barnes and Nobles. And once all of this pandemic is up, let me tell you guys, I'm going to be back out there doing the events, the retreats, the workshops. But for now, I'm going to get this coaching and this course together so I can be more of a light to everybody out there. So thank you guys for listening, and I hope you guys have a good one. Want to hear more? Uh, Visit us at sexyfreedommedia.com.